From BLC Studios in Mankato, Minnesota, this is the Maverick Hockey Live Podcast, presented by Duncan, with your host, Shane Frederick. Welcome to another episode of the Maverick Hockey Live Podcast, presented by Duncan. My name is Shane Frederick, I'm the host, and joining me today is Maverick's senior goaltender and NCAA men's hockey record holder, Dryden McKay. Welcome, Dryden. How you doing? Yep. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, big congratulations to you uh, breaking the NCAA men's hockey shutout record on uh, Saturday night um, with a performance uh, against Northern Michigan. Um, first of all, what, what's been going through your head the, the last uh, couple of days since then? Oh, uh, yeah. It's been really cool. Um, you know, obviously the shutout was special. Uh, it was important to get the win and the sweep, uh, our first CCHA weekend. But, um, I think the coolest part is just, um, a lot of, a lot of former teammates and current, current teammates, obviously former teammates, um, even players I don't even really know of have been reaching out and old coaches, um, old friends I haven't talked to in a while. It's just been really cool to, to hear from so many people and, um, just really humbling and, um, yeah, just really grateful so far. Uh, you, who who uh, maybe out of that group has really surprised you with uh, anyone who's reached out uh, after breaking that record? Um, I think um, there's been some some uh, players that I've played against uh, have reached out, whether it's Instagram or, or they've gotten my number through other old teammates, just guys I, I don't really know and you know wouldn't really expect to, to be reaching out, but um, just shows how tight-knit um, the hockey community is and, and especially the goalie community. Um, it's been really cool. And then, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I know we've talked about it before. Uh, Ken Dryden actually reached out on Monday to send me an email, and uh, it had to do about a triple take when I saw that in my in my school email. (laughs) I was like, "Oh man, Ken Dryden!" And I immediately sent it right to my parents, and um, I think uh, they were both in shock. And my dad thought it was uh, the coolest thing ever, and it was just, you know, I, I I still. I haven't responded because I honestly don't know what to say. <laughs> um, it's so cool. And um, yeah, just somebody that um, I've been tied to my whole life and to finally have that connection is is awesome. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Ken Dryden, one of the great uh, goaltenders of all time, one of the great college hockey goaltenders of all time at Cornell before going on to the Montreal Canadiens and winning five Stanley Cups yeah, or something like that. Six. Uh, yeah. He and won a Stanley Cup and a Conn Smythe uh, Award as playoff MVP before he was Rookie of the Year, which yep. is one of the great stats. Uh, I love those kind of stats. And, of course, uh, your name is Dryden and uh, named after <laughs> Ken Dryden, which yep. that's been well documented. But to have a career like you've had uh, with the pressures of being kind of associated with a great goaltender like that and then to break a record – uh, it wasn't his record. It was Ryan Miller's record. But to to break a record like that and kind of put your name, you know, near Ryan Miller's, Ken Dryden's, whoever else is in the, um, you know, in the record books of of, of men's college hockey is got to be something really special. Yeah, uh, I mean, you said it. It's it's super special. Um, you know, just to be to be up there with those guys is so cool. And um, you know, two goalies that I, that I've watched really closely. Obviously, I never got to see Ken Dryden play live, but um, watched Ryan Miller a ton growing up, and he was always one of my favorite goalies to watch. And I still remember watching him in the Vancouver Olympics on Team USA, and that's that's still probably one of the best goalie performances I've ever seen throughout that tournament. And it just inspired me to to you know become a, a good goalie someday. 
Yeah, Ryan Miller played for Michigan State, uh, had uh, 26 career shutouts, won the Hobie Baker Award, um, and he, you know, and then went on to that great career, you know, the Olympics, Team USA, uh, obviously uh, a long NHL career that uh, ended, I believe, after last season. He, he retired as the winningest uh, U.S.-born uh, goaltender in the NHL. Um just another another name to throw yours with, and, and <laughs> that's got to be kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> he's accomplished a lot more than I have, but um, you know, to I think he he got those 26 shutouts in three years, so uh, I think he, I like to think he'd be probably closer to 40 if he had stayed <laughs> for that senior year. But he was on to bigger and better things. Well, and and uh, so you you tied him a couple of weeks ago. It's against St. Cloud State, and then Saturday night uh, got your 27th shutout. Uh, for the for the for the men's record, uh, I know there's been some Twitter talk about what the, what the NCAA record is, but yep. you have the men's record, uh, and uh, the women's record is 55, and and that's uh, an impressive uh, one as well. Uh, I love that just the conversation is out there talking about uh, these great goaltenders, and uh, I think it does a disservice to do a lot of uh, comparison and contrasting. I just think that uh, uh, those records are really. Uh, really great for college hockey to see uh, both the men's and the women's side and in college hockey in general. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, 27 is really hard to get to, and I don't think there's a chance I'm breaking 55. So, <laughs> Well, you're eligible to come back for a fifth year, so, yeah, uh, uh, but might, that's still a lot. <laughs> I might need three more years to get to 55, but um, no, the, the men's record is, is perfectly fine with me. Uh, um, I'm not going to claim to be the all-time record holder, that's for sure. <laughs> um, you, you know, th- that was a game uh, against Northern Michigan. It was kind of funny because uh, you guys won 7 to nothing, and the way that game was going, uh, a lot of goals early, finally got a great offensive output early in a game, which um, is something that Coach Mike Hastings and uh, some of the forwards have talked about for a couple of weeks, uh, making sure you guys get off to a, a good start, probably not put too much pressure on on the goaltender. Um, you, you get that. You guys get four goals in the in the first period. Uh, Brendan Furry has a hat trick before the game is 25 minutes old. I'm up there writing for the rink live, doing some uh, writing, just kind of writing about Furry and writing about the offense. And then about, I don't know, halfway through the second period, I thought, Oh, there's a bigger story that's possibly happening here, and no one's supposed to say the word shutout, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, better keep our eye on this. And I'm sure it seemed like it was on everybody else's minds too, uh, especially the way the crowd reacted in the last minute, and the way your, uh, especially the way your teammates reacted. Um, can you talk about those closing seconds, or even you know a little bit of the third period, and what's going through your mind? Uh, I know you're never afraid to talk about the fact that you know you got a shutout going and you're thinking about it, um, which, you know, um, superstitious goaltenders might not tell you the truth on that. (laughs) But uh, what's going through your mind over that final minute or when the puck's in the corner in the final seconds and uh, not only you're going to get a shutout and and a win and a sweep, uh, but you're going to get that record? Yeah, um, I think... You know, the, after the first, I, I guess I wasn't really thinking about it. I was just thinking, okay, that was a really good start. Let's carry it over. And then I think once it's, you know, 5 nothing after the second and we've kind of been controlling the play, that's maybe when it starts to creep into your mind. And, um, yeah, I think the coolest part for me was, I mean, I knew that this would have been the, the record breaker, but I think it was so cool how everybody else was on the same page and, and knew um, that this was it. And then those last few minutes I was just kind of thinking uh, – 
this would be pretty tragic if I gave one up here and <laughs> kind of took the air out of it. But the guys did a great job. I mean, we gave up like two shots in the third period and um, just kind of had to stand, like hang in there and um, just get to the end. So, yeah, it was super cool. And, um, you know, the, the puck ended in our zone, kind of in the corner. So I didn't have a ton of time to react after that buzzer went and it seemed like Sandy was already hugging me <laughs> as the buzzer went. So didn't have a ton of time to think about it. And then all of a sudden everybody was there. And um, yeah, just super cool after that, getting to, to salute the fans and all that. And, and I'll never forget, probably never forget that stuff and be a highlight of my career for sure. Yeah, just a great moment for, uh, if you haven't seen it, you can go online and, and, and find uh, clips of it on uh, YouTube and on Twitter, but just the, they, they mobbed you like they had uh, <laughs> you'd won a championship of, of some kind. And, and and as you guys always do, to go out and salute the fans and skate around, and then they kind of sent you back out uh, at, again, and then they had another curtain call as the number one star of the game. Um, you know, a lot of attention was paid on you there. And and, uh, and, and as you mentioned in your post-game press conference, uh, uh, that's probably one of the special things about doing that at home as opposed to having uh, that happen on the road. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think once I once I got the one against St. Cloud, I kind of, Said in the back of my head that I, you know, I'd love to do it at home. Obviously, I wouldn't, you know, sabotage it if I had one going <laughs> on the road. But um, no, I'm I'm really glad that it worked out and I was able to do it at home. And yeah, I mean, it was uh, maybe a little bit too much individual attention for my liking. I didn't know what to say or what to do at, at a certain point. But um, yeah, I just can't say thank you enough to everybody. Um, you know, the fans, the coaches. Mankato as a whole um, it's just been such a great experience from day one and I built um, you know some lifelong friendships and some great relationships here in Mankato you you mentioned uh, in the post-game press conference that uh, it was kind of a um, prototypical uh, shutout for you uh, the way and, and and this is why you consider it a team shutout or consider so many of these team shutouts that the way uh, the Mavericks play the way they defend uh, the way your teammates block shots the way um, they protect leads in the third period uh, so well and really limit opportunities um, can you just talk about that a little bit? Because that's certainly been something that over time here uh, that you've enjoyed as a, as a player, um, you know, you got to do your job too, but you know, to, to have that kind of style in front of you um, that also doesn't necessarily take the foot off the gas when it comes to playing in the offensive zone. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys will score goals. It's not yeah. like you want to win everything two to one or two to nothing. It, yeah. Uh, it's a full 200 foot game where, where there's a lot of responsibility. Can just talk about what it's like to be a goaltender playing in that kind of system. Yeah. I mean, um, I think the special part about this team is that, um, you know, everybody, has a role and everybody knows what that role is and um, I think you know Saturday night was a lot like a lot of the other games you know you don't nobody has to do anything crazy um, obviously Brendan Furry gets a hat trick and you know but it's not like we need that every game it's not like we need um, you know somebody to go out and have five points in order for us to win and you know I don't have to go out and make a hundred you know 50 saves and steal a game um, ever really you know I just have to stop I have to stop the ones that I'm supposed to stop. Our D have to make the simple plays. Our forwards make the simple plays, do what they're supposed to do offensively, defensively. And the coaches do such a good job of, of implementing those systems so that it's almost 
you know, a well-oiled machine at times where everybody knows what everybody else's job is. They know what their job is. And, um, you know, we can just kind of roll that way. And um, it takes a lot of the thinking out of it um, for everybody. And you just know what your job is and be prepared to do it every night. I think one of the um, interesting things about your career is the consistency. I mean, you're in year four. Um, there's no question on who the number one goaltender is for the Minnesota State <laughs> Mavericks. Um, and I know this style has benefited other goaltenders previous to you. And I think I, there was a long stretch with uh, maybe the exception being uh, Michael Bitzer playing at Bemidji State of uh, the Minnesota State goaltender being the WCHA uh, goaltending champion, which is determined by goals against average usually. I'm, I'm sure save percentage is probably a uh, – maybe it's a more important stat. We could talk about that. But, uh, you know, whether it was Stefan Williams or Cole Huggins, and, and we, we could go on. Uh, but not everybody was able to secure the job and hang on to it for that long, uh, for, you know, going into a fourth year. Um, not an easy thing to do. You've had competition. Um You've had competition who've left after only a couple months because they probably saw the writing on the wall that they weren't going to beat you, or at least not that year. How difficult is that? What's the kind of stress of, of that you put yourself under uh, to maintain the, that position? Because throughout the years, as you, you know, and you know, you know hockey well enough, uh, goaltenders, uh, it's, it's a hot hand sometimes, and mm -hmm. you can lose your seat for a little while. Yeah, I mean... Um you know, I kind of felt that a little bit. My uh, my freshman year, I played the first four games and, you know, won the first three and then game number four didn't didn't go very well. And it was kind of my fault as it's Coach Hastings has documented. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then I didn't play for about a month after that. And mm -hmm. I think that was a huge learning experience for me. I'd never gone that long without playing. And um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is, is the mental aspect. Um, you know, there's some nights where it's not going to be hard physically, but, um, you know, I think a lot of our games, um, I think the goalies are, I know going into it that my job is um, if we score the first goal, we're going to win a lot of games. So if I can come out and hold the team off, hold the other team off as long as possible until we get that first one, we're going to have a lot of success. And then I know that at the end of the game, we might have to kill a penalty or something, and that's where I'm going to have to shine. And then in between, there might be 10 minutes where I don't face a shot and there might be... <laughs> I might get a flurry. Um, you never really know. So it's, I think that's just kind of the biggest part of consistency that I've I've found is you just got to stay dialed in mentally. Um, and that's different for every player. Some players need to be really intense. Some players need to be really loose. So I think just, just kind of figuring out the way that we play. And then um, I think it fits a lot with my personality of being more reserved and laid back and kind of just taking what comes to me and not feeling like I have to force it. Um, you know, I don't I don't feel like I have to make the big save or make a big flashy save to, to you know, rally the team. I know that I just needed to do my job and and come up with those saves, and we need them to 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 uh, give us a chance to win. And there was a little of that this weekend. I think uh, Friday night uh, when uh, you guys scored. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was uh, to go up. Was it two to one at that time? And I think right away off the ensuing faceoff, they had a chance. Um, that or, or very shortly thereafter, uh, you made a pretty good save. And I think the next shift, uh, you guys score again, uh, take the two goal lead. I think, uh, does that sound right? Is that, yeah, do I have that doubt? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Just kind of, um, going off of that idea. I think after they went up one nothing, I think, you know, we had 
we were out shooting them by 20 we just couldn't score and yeah um that can be tough mentally as a goalie to, to see the other goalie you know making save after save and you're just sitting back there and you almost get a little anxious and um yeah i think we gave up a three on one and um i was able to stop it and then i think we scored to tie it up not too long after that and those are kind of the moments as a goalie where you kind of have to take a little bit of satisfaction because that's something not many people are going to notice but um you know that you know that game easily could have been two nothing but instead it's one to one and same thing after it's we go up two to one it, it could easily been two two and then now it's three to one those are huge mm-hmm. momentum swings and i think that's that's kind of your job as a goalie is to try to control the momentum of the game that way and, and come up with the save it's not always about the quantity of saves it's about kind of the quality and when you make them and um that's definitely been the case with my time here at msu yeah i think you could say the same on saturday too you had a fairly busy second period by comparison to the third and even though you had a four nothing lead uh, they score one or two and it's a two goal game and there's momentum going the other way. It's, uh, you know, that third period's not, uh, it's not going to be as easy just to hold the team down to two shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, that's, that's the cool thing about being a goalie, I think is that impact you can have on the game with, with just one or two saves. And, um, you, you see both sides of it when, when your team's down and maybe you, you get a, a squeaker at the other end, all of a sudden you have all the momentum and then you know that when you're on the other side of it, that, that pressure is on you to, to not give up that goal and not give that team any hope or any life. Uh, how do you come down from from last weekend? Uh, you guys are getting ready to get on the road. You're going to Ferris State, uh, another CCHA weekend. Um, are you were you able to kind of put that away? I mean, I know it's Wednesday when we're recording this and we're yeah. still talking about your shutout streak. At some point, uh, you probably got to call the timeout and say we're done talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think this will hopefully kind of be the end of it here. And um, I think, you know, if I go out Friday and I get shelled, everybody's going to forget <laughs> about the shutout and say what's going on with Dryden. So, um, you know, I, Fair State's a very tough place to play. That's That's uh, been the case every year that I've been here. Um, they play so well at home. They're, things happen fast in that rink, and that's not easy place to play as a goalie. So just got to be ready for that. And um, kind of draw on my experience, especially um, things didn't go so well for me last year, that's for sure. So um, just be ready to play and uh, move on. And, you know, now the focus is 28 maybe. So that's <laughs> kind of the way I look at it is it's, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? And it's it's on to the next. In some ways, is it nice to have the record out of the way? I mean, to go into a season, you know, when you've had 10 shutouts the last two seasons, um it seemed inevitable, and I know you've said this to me before. Uh, Paul Allen, your sports information director, who's a former goaltender, has said this to me before, that shutouts are hard. They don't care how many shots you face, whether it's six or 60, shutouts are hard. And um, so to – but I'm sure everyone thought, well, he needs three to get break the record. It's going to happen. Um but it, I don't know if anyone expected it to happen before October was over. But now it's out of the way. Is, was that something that you just feel pretty good about? You don't have to worry about the record. Did you worry about the record? Was it on your mind? What you know? How how does that uh, work in your head going? Uh, you know, going into it and going forward. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say. I don't think I was worried about it. I had the confidence that I would get it. But if, I think if you would have told me that I would have had the first two against UMass and St. Cloud, I probably would have thought <laughs> you were crazy. But, um, yeah, I think I think after how well we played in that first UMass game in front of, 
you know, 9,000 fans in a sold out banner raising night first game of the season to to shut them out and kind of play the way that we did. I said, okay, you know, kind of here we go again. We're, mm-hmm. we're still playing the same way. It doesn't seem to matter, you know, year in, year out who we have coming back or who we have coming in. And um, I think just kind of uh, reinforce the idea that um, we're still playing the style that we played the last three years. And this is something that I know how to do. And um, if I play my game, think good things are going to happen. Um, you know, last year, uh, talk about your experience in the, in the NCAA tournament. Uh, that was uh, obviously a special run that you guys made. Uh, you could probably go back to the first period uh, against Quinnipiac and go, oh, this is uh, not the way you want your season to, to, to end. Um, but, you know, things turned around for you, for the team. You, you win that game. You shut out Minnesota. You go to the Frozen Four. Um, you know, if you had saved that shot against St. Cloud State, who knows what we'd be talking about, but that would have been a heck of a save because it was a heck of a crazy goal that they <laughs> scored yeah. the game winner on. I don't know how many tips you've seen from uh, the hash marks like that or or higher that have done that to you. But um, just in general, what, that whole overall experience, what was that like for you? Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I, th- I think it was also stressful at the same time just with COVID. I yeah. think because right when we got there, um, all everything came out about UMass and their starting goalie and their leading scorer out, and now we're going into testing. I think we got tested like an hour after that, and it's like, oh my gosh! So <laughs> that was super stressful. You know, we didn't really get the full experience. We were kind of locked in our our hotel rooms the whole time, and um, but I, it was so cool to see you know how well we were treated and how big of a deal it was, and um, to play in an NHL arena and. Um, just kind of the whole the whole experience of it. I think it's hopefully, I know personally, and I know that a lot of guys feel this way, it's we want to get back there. We want to get the full experience. We want to, um, you know, go there, um, you know, hopefully the Frozen Four and, and with the idea to win and not just be happy to be there. Like mm-hmm. I think we kind of were last year. We want to go there and say, okay, this isn't, this isn't good enough. We need to, we're here to win a national championship. And I think that's kind of the, the attitude that we have um, right now, and we need to carry out throughout the season. How does this team compare? Uh, I mean, you're only a month in, so how does it compare to last year? A team going to the Frozen Four. I know last year was a unique experience, like you mentioned, COVID. It was, you know, the COVID experience throughout the year, starting the season a little late, playing a lot fewer games, um, playing in front of no fans. Uh, that whole experience can be, you know, probably. You know, just such an outlier compared to everything else that you've experienced. But what do you, what do you like about this team that you that you're on right now? Um, and and does it is it just a continuation of last year with some just some different pieces? Yeah, I'd say so. I think um, we're really tight off the ice, which is probably the most important part. We all gel, everybody gets along, which is you know you can't always say I I can't say for every team I've ever been on. Um, so I think that's really important. I think we've got a lot of talent. I think we've got. A lot of guys that are are bought into what what their role is and what they need to do, and uh, we've also got a lot of competition at every position, so um, that makes everybody better as well. And I think that um, you know we're headed in the right direction, and we just kind of have to stay grounded right now and and take it day by day and weekend by weekend, and just continue to build towards the end of the year. That competition include the goaltender position. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they're they're really good goalies, super yeah. hard workers, both Keenan and and Milzy. So. Um, yeah, they've been pushing me. They, 
super hard workers, really good in practice, really good supportive teammates. So I can't ask for better with those two. That's great. I mean, that's, uh, I'm sure uh, you can probably teach them a lot uh, as well. And, and I'm sure they love having you around to, to learn from. And you give, do you feel like you can be a mentor to, to young, young guys who, you know, they're, they're going to be here after you're gone, whether it's after this year, or I have no idea if you are going to do a fifth year or what's going <laughs> to happen or see how this year goes first. Right. Yeah, but, exactly. uh, uh, it's so crazy with all the, uh, uh, extra eligibility people get, and you guys have a couple teammates back from last year. And, um, but you know, I'm, I'm, do you feel like you can teach those guys a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I try to try to give them, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to teach them really. That's not really my spot. I try to, you know, lead by example, um, you know, maybe give them tips as far as stuff to do around the rink that's going to keep them out of trouble or keep them from getting yelled at by somebody, <laughs> stuff like that. But um, otherwise, yeah, they're really good about asking questions to, uh, you know, going into a weekend like this, just trying to explain how hard it is to play at Ferris and, you know, tell them about the, uh, the other rinks in our conference, stuff like that, other players, um, just anything, you know, I, I've kind of seen it all um through the through the years and played against a lot of these guys before so um just giving them experience giving you know tell them about my journey it wasn't easy either um mm -hmm. you know i went through my ups and downs and just tell them that you know they're going to go through their ups and downs and um you know not that i was perfect but just kind of um hoping that you know they can learn from me when you go back to your freshman year and you mentioned, you know, that stretch where you didn't play for, for a month or so and uh, Matias Israelson was there and uh, a guy who transferred in uh, from northern Michigan. And um, but a guy who, you know, I know Coach Hastings talked a lot about the way he went about his daily routine, his daily business and really thought that you learned a lot from just watching him. So, as you mentioned, like leading by example. Um, that you picked up a lot about, you know, maybe being a, I almost said a professional. You're not a professional, but you're certainly a, mm -hmm. a, a, a you know, go about things in a professional way as a Division One uh, college athlete. Um, is, is that what you kind of have in mind when you think back on 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 that experience? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say that for sure. That these uh, Andrew and Keaton are way farther ahead than I was my freshman year. <laughs> I was, I was a guy that I came in, I didn't. I got to the rink and I sat in my stall until it was time to put my gear on. Um, you know, I didn't do a whole, I didn't do barely any preparation. I didn't really know what preparation was. I wasn't great in the weight room. I wasn't, you know, I was very raw that way with, um, you know, off ice stuff. And I think Matias, he was the first one at the rink every day. He was working out before practice, stretching, you know, doing cool downs after practice, getting his treatment in, um, doing extra stuff on the ice for practice. and that kind of that really opened my eyes to okay like this is this is no joke this isn't juniors anymore you know this is um you know kind of a, a man's game up here and you got to be prepared every day and um, just seeing how um how much pride he took in his preparation and um and then i also learned the hard way how um how much practice means for coach hastings if you if you're bad in practice you don't have a hope of playing in the game so learn how to deal with that and um, yeah, I'll say it. I mean, Keenan and, and Andrew are really good at they're they're right there with their preparation and the way they approach practice and um, their compete during practice. And yeah, they're definitely farther ahead than I was. But hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully they can continue to keep that up. And, and if they can learn one thing from me, uh, it's a success in my book. That sounds uh, that sounds good. Well, I you know, 
Dryden, I really appreciate you, you joining the, the podcast uh, today and uh, uh, best of luck this weekend against Ferris State and best of luck the rest of the season and congratulations once again on, uh, on your, your outstanding record. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, this has been the Maverick Hockey Live podcast presented by Duncan. He's Dryden McKay, record holder. I'm Shane Frederick, not a record holder. We'll see you next time.